Hello, you have found Godfather, Cliff Notes for the Mind and Soul. My name is Greg Heineke, a middle school principal, lifelong learner, and I like psychology. We'll, we'll just say that. <laughs> you're, dro- <laughs> you're dropping the psychology apprentice. The, I am an educational psychology apprentice. <laughs> uh, I am Keith Long. I'm a Lutheran pastor. I am also a lifelong learner and an author of Doubting Faithfully, Confessions of a Skeptical Pastor. Welcome to Godfather. We are episode four, season four. And we know that things can often be serious here on Godfather, and we've made it through a serious winter. So it, it's time for another episode of fun, don't you think, Mr. Oh, Long? Totally, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to add this to my humor audit. Yes, your humor <laughs> audit. We will, be, we will totally be talking about that. Uh, as well as a little, um, let's just say, I, I don't know, Recognition to Laughing Fodder, an episode that we did in 2019. Hard to believe that that was a, a couple of years Ooh. ago already. But wow. um, most listened to episode, Keith. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Well, then we yeah. should do we should do laughter all the time. I, I guess it seems to be popular. <laughs> Although I think we disappeared from people's um, queue when we switched to Anchor. Nobody knows that we're we're over here now but uh, we are we're coming you know, back we have coming back. The, faith, the faithful have found us um the laughter is ready to roll and so we're going to put you in the hot seat four questions season four uh to give you um some sense about some laughter and, and know what what do you know about laughter keith so pretty simple more or less true or false the second one um it gives you a choice so here we go four questions do you laugh more when you are with friends or family and watching a movie? Yes. Or is it better to laugh alone? Y- y- yes, correct. Yes. People are 30 times more likely to laugh mm-hmm. in a group than if they are alone. You are, you're, you're one for one. All right, question two. Do adults or babies, young children, laugh more? Young children. Um, adults laugh about 15 to 30 times per day and babies laugh 300 times per day. Can <laughs> oh, you believe man. that? Oh, I love babies laughing. Isn't that, isn't that, <laughs> that is so awesome. 300 oh, times. I don't know if that's actually easy. pathetic for, for the adults, but, and females laugh slightly more than men, but not, you know, 15 to 30 times versus 300. Right. That is a huge difference. Huge. How about question number three? Um, When you're sick, if you laugh a lot, will you get sick less often? Absolutely. Yes, you're correct. Laughing causes a hormone called HGH to be released, and this boosts your immune system and helps you fight off germs. So again, another uh, tally mark for laughter being an awesome thing. Yeah. Before question four, um, I'm going to give you a little tidbit about that tickling and laughter, um, especially back to the children, is a form of bonding and communication with a, with a parent and child. So to the idea of tickling and laughter, is it possible to make yourself laugh by tickling yourself? Nope. True or false? It's impossible. It just impossible. doesn't happen. Your, yep. it, your brain won't allow it. Your brain predicts the sensations from your fingers coming on you. Um, and you, you just won't laugh. Do you, mm-hmm. are you ticklish? Uh, 
yeah, a little bit. I might be behind behind my kneecap, um, like okay. in that little. Yeah, that that's probably the spot where I'm most ticklish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree but that's with that. About, that's about that, it. That's I about, think. Not not like on your side or under your armpit or yeah, anything. Yeah, maybe my side, but you know, okay. I, got, I got a nice uh, cushion there on the side <laughs> that uh, you have to work pretty hard to get through that. <laughs> I'm I'm super ticklish sometimes so much so that you could just come at me with your with your hands <laughs> at least when i was younger i guess yeah. when you're really young you're doing 300 times but yeah i yeah just that kind of idea that i'm going to be tickled it, it's almost abuse it's almost, yeah yeah i know it, it's, it is kind it's of almost borderline but too much you know, for me yeah. to be able to handle don't make me do it right. um i have a bonus um again in in honor of laughing fodder um, do you know the science of laughing and its effects on the body? Do you know what that's called? Do you remember? Because we laughed about it. So I'm just going to oh. throw it in there for a bonus fifth nope, question. No, I don't nope. remember. <laughs> it's a ju- it's ju- <laughs> jello- uh, gelotology. <laughs> gelotology, that's right. That's right. Oh, you have to, oh, yeah. will have to go back yep. and, and yep. have a good laugh. Just that's over right. And ge- I, we couldn't fire Remember, right, we couldn't pronounce it like the nope. whole show. Yep. <laughs> yes, in all seriousness, and I, I, I looked it up and did the pronunciation and all that stuff. It's gelotology. It, it's gelotology. pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't really be all that funny, but... No, it is. <laughs> it was. It still is. It still is. Oh, all right. Um, so I'm bringing back Thought You Should Know because I think there are a couple things that that um, I'm hoping that you will appreciate that I found. So Thought You will thought you Should Know comes from season three. And it, it really was uh, either a topic that Keith or I thought um, was worthy of sharing, teaching, maybe even being a pastor and, and a teacher. Um, this is more along the lines of maybe you've missed the headline. And we think um, as a fatherhead, you should be aware of this. So here, <laughs> may, maybe you know this. Keith and the origin is in Oklahoma City um, and it's about tourism any idea no guesses Probably. Uh, no I don't know nope. yeah okay here, here it is so in Oklahoma officials in Oklahoma have placed a bounty on Bigfoot the mythical North American ape in an attempt to encourage more tourism State lawmaker Justin Humphrey recently wrote a bill to establish a Bigfoot hunting season, but it did not make it out of committee. However, the proposed bill caught the attention of the producers of a new movie about Sasquatch, as well as a private donor. A $25,000 state-operated fund has become a potential $2.1 million jackpot for whoever can capture a living Bigfoot. Those who take on the challenge of Sasquatch Quest can't harm the animal or break any state laws in the process. Humphrey hopes the state will be will join in on the fun and draw a map of areas where Bigfoot have been spotted. Keith, you can go to Oklahoma City and seek out Sasquatch. I don't want to catch it. I mean, why would you like, okay, if he's been this elusive for this <laughs> long, you would have to think that like, it doesn't matter what they do and even if they like, I would think that they would just be destroyed by the thing before yeah. he, the Bigfoot would would be allowed to get caught if if Bigfoot exists. So well, and and is there? I mean, I honestly don't know. Oklahoma City, have there been 
r- rumored well, sightings that's of, the, of we, Yeah, I don't think they're going to find Bigfoot in Oklahoma City. Like, usually <laughs> the stuff that I read and hear about, like, it's like the Pacific Northwest. It's like remote Canada. It's, yeah. you know, like wilderness, like way out. I mean, okay. you know, West Coast. <laughs> like, Oklahoma City? Like, are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Nope. No well, way. I, I am gonna tip my hat to the um, state it's tourism. Creative. Yeah, they, it's creative. Yeah, it, it's it's a promotional campaign. I mean, maybe you could even go online if you're if you're interested um, and get some de- <laughs> decals. They have license plates, commemorative tracking license. Even you know, that's it's just, that's intense. I, it's it is. It, it's a that's, money maker without yeah. necessarily even seeing him or capturing wow. him. Wow. Well, I've. Yeah. Um, I've got some headlines that I pulled as well, Greg. Okay. Um, and it, they made me laugh and, um, <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't laugh, but um, it, so the one I saw today um, reminded me of one I saw last August. And uh, I, I don't know if they're real, but I, it makes me giggle when, <laughs> when I see the pictures that are attached to these oh, headlines. No. So the one I saw today was man with upside down head puts life on hold after catching COVID. And there's a picture of a guy on a beach with an literally with an, with an upside down head on his back. How? (laughs) (laughs) It's the, like I had to like turn my phone upside down to like, look, but like, yeah, it's like it's a big head and it it is like on on his it is so okay so let me try to try to help you visualize this it's a head and it is upside down and it's facing backwards on on the body Ugh. And then I was like, okay, someone doctored this. There's another yeah. one. There's another photo in the article, and it's by the New York Post. And so I'm like, you know that podcast we just listened to for this episode, like Spotting Fake yeah. News? I'm like, I read yeah. it, and I'm like, ah, if okay, why would someone create a man with an upside-down head story? And then, you know, after the absurdity of all that of looking at it, then it's like, why is it newsworthy that he's putting his life on hold after catching COVID? Like, yes, yes. <laughs> and it, it made you pause. It made me pause. Like, <laughs> okay, so like man with upside down head is a, is a star apparently. And he's oh, putting his, <laughs> he's putting his life on I, hold. And it's like, okay, everybody put their life on hold if, if when they caught COVID. Okay. Let's establish yep. that. And now, and now we're, we're being informed that the man with the upside down head and, and I didn't, you know, I kind of skimmed through the article, but it was just like, so he's going to put his teaching and his inspirational talks on hold. So apparently I'm, if you wanted I'm to, it. you could book. I'm loading it. <laughs> you oh pull my in gosh. <laughs> I, yeah, I, of course, at this point, I got to pull that up. <laughs> oh my goodness do you see it? 44 brazilian man yep not expected in <laughs> the past 24 hours after being born with an upside down head now had to be put on life support after catching covid oh again my gosh. i shouldn't laugh i mean like it's it's really mean to laugh but it's so 
like you, you know you're scrolling you're like oh biden is doing da 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 and then you get to uh-huh. this other headline and you're like oh, that's depressing and then you get to like maybe some baseball news and then you get to like maybe some environmental news and then you're like man with upside down head puts life on hold after catching covid and then you like keep going wait, wait what what the hell was that like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So that that's one of them uh that that you should know um okay. and then the other the one that that it also made me think of which um you need to start googling this as soon as I as soon as I say this um here's the headline and it cuts right to the chase and it it tells you exactly what you're going to find when you pull up the article. It's from August of 2020. A man whose penis fell off is now growing a new one on his arm. Oh my gosh. This is what what source was this from? Uh let's he see. Said... That one was from uh, uh men's health. Came up... Men's yes, health. It, it came up as men's health as well as it says Independent New York Post. New York Post. Um Insider. I mean I haven't clicked yeah, on The New York Post from... headline is man who lost penis to infection has new one built on his arm. <laughs> and that <laughs> Malcolm that, McDonald. That and article is course. hilarious because it's just like you know I'm kind of I'm kind of getting used to it. Like, um, oh my gosh, it's a sixty-five thousand dollar <laughs> penis. Oh my gosh, using a skin <laughs> flap from his arm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, yeah. so so there you go you take, people anything you, you've is taken possible a whole new level <laughs> yep a whole new oh, level oh there is my um there's my last there your th- thought you should know and <laughs> thought laugh. you should know <laughs> oh gosh. well i i was wondering if um so l- the last episode which um you know, maybe people want to go back and listen to that because I uh, tell some things about my youth. I was wondering as I was reflecting on it, I came up with another one. Would would you have any any interest in hearing my college story? Oh my gosh, I, yes! I, I, I couldn't, I could not believe that um, I forgot this one. So um, I I have to ask before we get going. Do you when songs are being played? Are you like a, a sing along guy? Do you? Like when you're driving in the car and oh, the yeah. radio's on, or, or you're I'm playing a, music. I'm a, I'm a, yep, and I'm a dare yep. air drummer and a, okay. like headbanger, <laughs> and like I get into it if it's something yeah. that I really, if it's really my jam, I'll get in. Yeah, it. yeah. So I, I'm not quite there, but hold that thought that um, because that's your thing, that's your jam. So I'm in college, Concordia College, Moorhead, Minnesota, undergraduate. This is early '90s. I don't remember the exact year. Um, but probably my freshman or, or sophomore year and Concordia College, at least at the time. And I think pretty common for many colleges um, in their library system or places to study. Um, you can have it just <laughs> completely quiet. So you could go up certain levels and it's supposed to be like um, quieter and quieter. And eventually at the very top, like there's no talking. You, you can't talk. OK, <laughs> so. I, I, that I'm going to study. I got to focus. I've got to get, um, you know, I've got to be ready for whatever things that were, were coming, assessments, tests, et cetera. So I would go up there, find a little cubicle among all the stacks and different books and things and, and do my studying. This is again, early nineties. So think, um, 
uh, before Discman, like um, kind of Walkman, actually it was the tape player with your headphones, if you know kind of that thing. And I got, a, I got a new tape. Now, I know I'm more like folk or pop rock or whatever, and you're a little more heavy, et, et cetera. But do you know the, um, the band Chicago? Mm, of course. Yes. Okay. Hard, hard not to know them. Mm-hmm. They were around for a long, long time. I actually did like them. I liked They changed over time because I liked them. They had um, horns, and they just did lots of different things. Anyway, there's a song that they had, and I got, um, I don't remember if the greatest hits or whatever it happened to be. And I put that in because I liked to listen to music at the time and study. And, and I put those in and started to listen to Hard Habit to Break and started to sing along do you you have any idea again about maybe what that song oh no can you refresh me greg yes i I can (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah okay now (laughs) here's the here's the part because i i guess i was jamming out to chicago <laughs> such a thing you know that park it, it's going back and forth you're hard you're a habit to break just can't go on i just got louder and louder and louder and all of a sudden i got a tap on my shoulder <laughs> oh my gosh you were in the zone <laughs> i'm in the quietest part of the library and i am singing so loud because I can't even hear myself because I have these headphones in and this guy had to come up to me and tap me on the shoulder and he said um excuse me can you stop singing <laughs> what did you say uh, you're like I wasn't singing I, I, what are you talking I, about I, I I I probably just was like sure yep you know, I, I completely embarrassed <laughs> because I was it was super, super loud. Because I'm, I'm singing multiple parts here, Keith. Yeah, I know. I'm picturing, <laughs> picturing you hitting the falsetto, hitting those high notes. Going from my into the head voice. I'm like also picturing you like taking, doing the, the 80s move and putting your hands up to your earphones <laughs> and like swaying and like rocking back and forth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh man. That is, uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, Sorry, that's, that's, that's college. Uh, Yep, that was college. Wow. Um, and those are, and then again, the other ones that I referred to before. But I don't know why that, because that is like top. That's, that's, that's one that I've shared with my kids. And it's beyond embarrassing. It's just, it's just super funny at this point, especially yeah. if you know the song, because I was singing the multiple parts. Yeah, that's um... <laughs> nobody else could hear. No one could hear. And I'm, I'm not really a very good singer. And no one obviously could hear anything but this guy. Can you imagine, though? Oh. He heard me and he had this seek me out right because you're not just like right there with open i can picture him i can picture him and i can picture him because i can picture it being me doing it like walking (laughs) like like i'm gonna find this guy and i am gonna tear him a new one like (laughs) i know and then like walking like like towards the singing and being like you better stop like (laughs) i better not get to him you know, like, and then, oh, yep. nope, he's going for it. Like, he's now he's really going, <laughs> okay, it's on, buddy. Yep. Like, yep. you are going down. And then yep. I can just picture, like, he has no idea I'm here. 
He doesn't yeah. even hear that I'm walking in. What is this I guy's he, deal? <laughs> I think he was. He had to have been pretty nice because, again, didn't hear any music. And I had to have been building. It was crescendoing at that part of the song. Because <laughs> now I'm, I'm singing. I'm you almost singing picture being parts. like, oh, can I just finish? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, can you imagine it? That would have been even more funny. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah, dude, and put your headphones back in and finish it off. Because <laughs> it's almost done. There's like about 20 seconds. Yeah, left. exactly. Yeah. Just, just sing it. Uh, just just uh-huh. belt it out. That would yep. have been a good time to, to do the joke. Like, hey, who's who sings this song? Uh, Chicago. Yeah, let's leave it that way. <laughs> yes, I love I love that because it happens oh, a lot. I use that a lot. That's awesome. Yep. So I, I well, figured I thanks. needed to um, I needed to give you a little more laughter as we move into yeah. our, our father. Yeah. You know? Well, if you if you would like an embarrassing story for me from college, I'd be happy to share one. Otherwise, we can move on. Well, I, I, I'm intrigued. Um, I, this is not a, this is more of a private hell kind of um, <laughs> story rather than a public humiliation. It okay. was more like, uh, what have I, what's happened, what's happening to me kind of thing. I, um, uh, so I don't know if they did orientation stuff when you were in college, but it was the like yep. first couple of days we're out on the lawn um, in our small groups, you know, I'm super pumped about being in college and getting to know new people. And, you know, am I going to meet any girls? Am I gonna, you know, like just, just pumped. And I'm, I'm in sitting on the lawn next to this tree and, you know, by these, in this circle of people and people are going around and they're sharing stories. And I start, I start kind of feeling uncomfortable, like, like on my backside, like what, you know, mm-hmm. there's just, I'm just kind of it's, I'm just kind of shifting around and I'm just like, what, why is, and if anyone has read my book, Doubting Faithfully, you know that I have, I have, there's another story in there about my butt and, <laughs> um, and it should make you laugh out loud um, of what happens. And this is another butt story. So I'm, so I'm in there kind of just starting to feel a little, you know, bothered or whatever. And it gets worse and worse. And now my butt is like super itchy and I'm like, I'm just like, I, I want to just figure out what the issue is, but I'm like, yeah, I can't leave. Like I'm in this group. I, the smart thing to do would have been to stand up and like go find a bathroom, but we're like out in this field. Like there's no bathroom in sight. There's nothing, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I had, um, I don't, I still don't know exactly what happened this day, but, uh, upon inspection, after we finally got up to go to the next thing, I think I sat on an anthill. Oh my and I think and you... they crawled into my pants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because when I finally got back to my room that night, like what, six hours later? My oh, no. butt was like puffy we... red. Oh my they oh. were just gnawing the heck out they of you. They were going there. Oh, what's this is a this is a, a dark oh, place that we can <laughs> go and hang out. Oh from. no. First day. First day of college. That's what happens to me. Like, like no, did anybody know did anybody now everybody kind of knows but did anybody know at the time nope. like you were like because you were it was first day you, yep. you're not probably revealing that to your roommate or anybody that no. you're getting to know and 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 here's the funny this is so like and when <laughs> again like uh, can it get any worse like so like i was when I, when i was in high school like you know me what me and my guy friends did all the time was we would moon people like that was fun for us you know and yep. literally my first thought after like realizing that like I have now <laughs> an orangutan ass 
was, <laughs> oh my God, I hope, I hope I don't have to moon anybody tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. So they, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yep, yeah, yeah, that was, that was how my college career began. Uh, all right, so we'll. Uh... <laughs> so we're going to talk about laughter. We're going to talk about the importance of laughter, really. And from All in the Mind, November 10th of last year, 2020, spotting fake news, humor seriously, and green prescriptions a joy or a chore, specifically to our two authors from Stanford Business School. Their names were Jennifer Akern and Naomi Bagdonis, and they wrote humor seriously. And they said, you know what, as a 23-year-old your humor and laughter just goes completely downward. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is, that's really sad. That's, that's to the level of depressing because we need to laugh. We, we just went through the trivia. We told some good stories here. And, and I guess I was going to start with, did you, is, is your place a place of your workplace, a place of laughter? Did you, did you laugh at work today or when was the last time? Uh, yeah, I think I laughed at work today. Uh, I mean, I don't think it happens. Yeah, it doesn't happen all that frequently, but we definitely laugh. I mean, we definitely find things to laugh about. Yeah. Um, of course, everything's a little different now with COVID. Like, you know, we're, uh, we're you know, masking. And I think, you know, I think the masking makes a difference. You don't, you don't see yeah. smiles as off, you know, like you kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a depressing place or anything, but it's definitely, you know, not a laugh factory, you know. Yeah, a little more somber, probably. Um, it's just, it, it, when you say it's somber, it's just kind of, it's just kind of, you know, standard. Like it's just, you know, you yeah. kind of go about your thing, and but um, usually it's it's more like the self-deprecating humor, like screwing something up or yeah, you know, um, something. You know, you hear. I don't know. I mean, it's just the little things, but it's not like it's not like fall on the floor laughter that right you know i could you know i'm sure some some places might might be but but well, yeah they they, probably, they they did that survey they asked uh, yeah probably one, one and a half million people <laughs> if they laughed at if they laughed either that day or yesterday and they and and people said yes until they started asking 23 year olds and then yeah. just yeah they just started saying no because when they entered the workforce then it's like opportunities for laughter completely fall off a cliff. Apparently, uh, I, so serious. I guess yeah. why? So, why so serious? And that's they don't have the opportunity. They because they need to be serious because the workplace they they, they figure that it, it's going to negatively impact. Yep. Even though I mean, we just told you some statistics, some research, if you will, that says no. It's a really good thing. It, it bonds you with the other yeah. people. You have shared experiences. Right. And they, I guess, so they mentioned that um, the thought process was that it was just, it couldn't be done appropriately. Yeah. You know, so self-deprecating is probably okay, but moving to the the level of um, 
really bad racist probably to um you know just people being uncomfortable or i I think everybody kind of knows an individual whether it's at work or not um remains to be seen but is he or she thinks that he thinks he's funny but nobody else does right you know kind of a situation yeah there's there's that kind of but i I thought the the thing that stood out to me why i think it is is why our 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 press president Trump last, uh, whatever, you know, that yep. guy, I don't even want to call him president. <laughs> I don't even want to call him former president, but yep. when that, this dude, this dude who was in the white house for the last four years, no one ever saw him laugh. And mm-hmm. his niece said that, uh, who wrote the tell all book said that he doesn't laugh because, uh, he thinks it's a sign of weakness, uh, because you're letting your guard down when you laugh. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, and, and I think um, you were mentioning like females laugh more than males. Like, you know, I think there's truth to that. I think that some people, be- you know, believe they're, you know, and, and maybe it is true that you are letting your guard down when you laugh, but um, the benefits of laughter for your emotional mental health mm-hmm. far surpass for me, you know, that the, I don't even think it's a, I don't think that's true. Like, I don't, and it's not a sign of weakness. Like it's just something you do. That's a way to bond and build relationships. And maybe that's again, part of the, the, the notoriety that he, he had is, is just, you know, no, I don't know. Just you, you can't, you don't do that. Maybe that's just the, the masculinity trait, you know, in his mind that you can't do that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But even to the point of, okay, uh, like, I totally disagree about, I, I, I want to seek that out. I want yeah. to, to laugh and have fun. Yes. Especially, again, having stressful times at work, whether with, especially this year with COVID, with teachers and students. I mean, it is a lot of fun to be with kids and, and to truly laugh. Now, yes. maybe I... He, I could understand a little bit the argument about smiling. You know, I mean, that goes, that's dated yeah. way back with pictures being taken. And, you know, I don't know when it shifted, 20s, 30s. I don't, I, I'm not exactly sure, but you're not even supposed to smile in a photograph. Right. Um, so because that maybe reveals a, a weakness in character yeah. or, or not serious enough. But, man, I, I just, it is, that is sad to me that at yeah. 23, that you yeah. can't, you're not going to go to work and you're not going to, you're not going to laugh because I feel like that, that helps it be enjoyable. Right. I, I want to do that. I mean, it obviously depends on the profession, you know, but I think that, cause I think, I think people that work with people, um, you know, maybe more in like the service areas or education, like, I don't think it's possible for you to not laugh given that, yeah, you, you know, the way humans behave, like, it's just funny, you know, like, yeah. especially, I mean, education, working with young kids. I mean, there's no way you wouldn't be able to laugh. Um, yeah. But I could see in the business sector, you know, like, no, it's, it's a waste of time. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, uh, it's counterproductive. That's, um, it shows that you're not serious, It you know, but the relational benefits of laughter. Oh, my gosh. They told that story about the CEO on. Uh, a zoom mm-hmm. call and on zoom. Yep. he's talking to his employees and it's you know serious like business is in trouble blah 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 and he he you know says he's like you know basically he just makes it seem like he's done talking and 
uh, and he had been sharing his screen and he, he makes it look like he forgot to shut off the uh, share screen feature. And so some, somebody else starts talking and his screen is still up and he Googles inspirational things for a CEO Mm -hmm. to tell his company, Mm -hmm. you know, and people, you know, just start losing it. Like, uh, and I, again, I think that's just, it's a great way to deescalate things, to bring levity, like to just say, Hey, let's not take this too seriously. Life is short. Yes. Yeah. It, it is be 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 vulnerable be transparent mm-hmm. show that like what's great about that story is that it was intentional like he yeah. it is a serious time and he like no we need to we need to yep. lighten this up a little bit and, right and so they they did a couple um back besides the study they also mentioned um a couple things that were not true that people believe are true so they people believe that you are either funny or you're not and uh, that's that's untrue and you, you can you can learn to be funny but but then they go on to say because it's it's not like stand-up and we talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit again in, in our last episode it, it's it's not comedy in that sense it's it's humor as in probably self-deprecation or the, or situational yep. or you know a little tongue-in-cheek uh double entendres you know things like that 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 can be cultivated it's not cracking jokes or or um and that's where probably it has gotten people in trouble because they're just not being sensitive and saying stupid things right but this is like no i mean let's 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 smile let's be deliberate about having having some fun and bonding with one another being more observational is really i think for me that's where i think a lot of my humor comes from is just the act of observing, you know, and just feeling and, and, and being curious, you know, like, why do we do that? And what, what's up with yeah. this thing? And, oh, I can't believe I did this thing the other day. Uh, why do I do that? And, and mm-hmm. finding, finding the humor in it. And, and in their book, they talked about how, how laughter really, what it, the primary benefit is that it increases your resilience. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because if you're, able you know like if something knocks you down you know if your inner critic you know from our first episode takes over that situation you're you have gonna have a real hard time getting back up and moving on but if you find if you find humor and you find the ability to to give yourself some grace and have some you know have a little fun at your own expense or to just laugh it off like oh that was that was unfortunate you know or that escalated quickly like that you know uh, then it, it toughens, you know, it does toughen you. So it, it, and it gives you, I think that different perspective that you need, uh, you know, um, cause sometimes you just get lost in your own world, right? Chicago. Yeah. Too, too, too much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I can be all right with that because again, in the moment you, you, it, it it's, and that's the part where I mean I'm sure he was annoyed, but but to to not be annoyed, to just to laugh it off. I'm like you caught me, kind of a little yeah. candid camera ish. Yeah, um, you know those people are are going to be less depressed because it, it, they aren't quite so serious. And 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 I am serious. I I'm passionate, but I know when we get together, and even on our podcast, I mean we we laugh throughout it, and it yeah. it. Whether you want to extend that into happiness, that's fine. But it's about it's about the joy of of, of being in the moment, 
Um, and they even went so far as looking at smiling with, yeah. with photos and stuff. And they were me- measuring the happiness of it can be as far as mood because of smiling and photographs. And what they did is then they they found that people who smiled in their photographs were more likely to um, go into their doctors for checkups and their better health. And again, then that's the happiness, the less depression, um, some more control and just enjoying, enjoying life. Yeah. They're, they're Um, more likely to practice good self care because they're, they're enjoying life. They want to preserve that. So they're more likely to make sure that they're being proactive to keep things, keep, keep the good times rolling. It is. And, and they said, go, you know, we find what we set out to, to look for. And so if you're looking for that happiness, that was the piece. And you mentioned it at the very beginning. Um, you, the takeaway was be deliberate. So they suggested do a humor audit. So take note of every time that you laugh or I think they even said like someone else like, like you're around. Did they say that is is potentially going to laugh? It's just the humor yeah. and the joy and the laughter around you. And see if you go like days with with nothing. Right. I mean, it's it's time to be deliberate about yep. adding a little yep. little humor yeah, to your Zoom meeting. Yep, you're, it, it's it's similar to the, the grateful journal where you know write down the three things yes. you're grateful for. Uh, the humor audit is write down the three funniest things that happened from your day. Uh, I mean, this is clearly going to be at the top of my list today, but there was something that happened that made me laugh out loud on the, I was driving and, uh, do you know the song, uh, yellow, yellow Ledbetter by Pearl Jam? Uh, I'd have to play it. I don't, it's possible is that, I mean, I know Pearl Jam. You'd probably recognize it. It's kind of a slower, more melancholy kind of song. It's got a really cool, like guitar part to it. Um, he kind of just, you know, Eddie Vedder, like, you know, yeah, Eddie Vedder. yeah, yep, I do. And, and, uh, the Pearl Jam's just got, they've got great songs, but the way he sings, it's just really hard to know what he's saying. And this would be a good one to do on our, um, what do we call those mon- monograms? Or oh yeah, monogreens. Monogreens. Uh, yeah. What what is he actually saying? But yeah, <laughs> you know, so you you kind of sing along to it, but you it's gibberish. Like you're kind of like yeah. I don't know what he's saying, you know. And the song gets done, and the DJ says, just nails it. He's just like, you know, I've been playing that song for two decades, and I still don't know what the hell Eddie Vedder is saying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's there it, it is. I found it a little bit. It's it's pretty slow here yeah. to begin with. Yeah, because he's playing the guitar and. <laughs> yes, I uh, I would say multiple Pearl Jam songs yeah. at least for me. Yeah, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but but that's that, but that's what's so great. Like, who cares? Roll the windows <laughs> down and you, like if you have a sunroof or you're lucky enough to have like put the put the the roof back in a convertible or whatever, yeah. and then go and then crank this. Yes. Nobody, no, no, you don't know, but nobody knows what he's saying. <laughs> exactly. <so. laughs> you just make it up. Like, yes, just, just make it up and, and oh. own it. And, and just, Oh, I just love that. I mean, I do too. I do too. So, so, so people should maybe do a little, um, especially if, if it seems like, Right. We're, we're probably on um, some of the doldrums and the weather looks to be nicer and such. But if you're not laughing, you know, maybe do that that audit and, and see if we can add a little more um, humor <laughs> in, into your 
into your life or re-listen to the beginning of this and think about <laughs> Chicago and whatever else. Oh man, I'll never <laughs> ever listen to the song again without without <laughs> laughing. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have wrapped up another episode of Godfather. We appreciate your ears and enjoyed the time with you and encourage you to join us again sometime soon. Godfather artwork is designed by Chuck Bennis. Our theme music is from The Godfather, composed by Nita Roda. Our transitional music tonight was from John Mellencamp. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you like what you hear, give us a rating. Tell a friend. Potterheads out. <laughs>